Butch and Ricky here with your Daily Takeaway podcast. It's a special podcast today because not only are you going to get the show, but at the very end, uh, right at the very end of it, you're going to get uh, Richie and I reading out some of the messages that came in about uh, adult Happy Meals. <laughs> That's Richie just looking at some of them that we couldn't read out on air because they were a little bit fruity. That's why I'm, I'm kind of um, spontaneously combusting, just looking at them and thinking what would have happened if we read some of these out. We've highlighted them on our screens in front of us, a colour to warn us not to read them out on air. But what you will hear is them at the end of this. So we'll do a little warning again at the end just to give you uh, a bit of time to get yourselves ready, but they will be at the end of this programme. So enjoy. The Daily Takeaway. Richie's Daily Takeaway. It's weird being in here at the moment. There's no two ways about it and can't wait to get to the weekend. One of the main reasons I'm looking forward to the weekend is that I'm taking the girls for a swim, going to our local leisure centre. It's like an 80s thing, isn't it, going to the leisure centre? <laughs> Garrens Park Leisure Centre in South End. And the thing I love the most about taking uh, the kids for a swim is not uh, the joy of them learning or exercise or family time or anything. Apologies. The thing I'm looking forward to the most is going to McDonald's afterwards. Oh, yes. There's something about being sat in McDonald's with wet hair. <laughs> Which, I guess if you're not being for a swim, people ask questions. But uh, it's the, the fact that you've just been for a swim, you feel like you've earned the, the McDonald's meal. And we kind of do this every weekend. And the weirdest thing happened last weekend when we were in there. Um, we sat having our, our meal, and then this lady who was opposite us was having a, a happy meal to herself, even though she was like a... An adult having a, an happy meal. She looked like the woman off of Murder, She Wrote. Right. And she was having a happy meal to herself. And she very <laughs> kindly gave uh, Thea, my middle daughter, her, her book yeah. that, that came free with the meal. And, and then kind of walked off. And I thought, seeing to myself, do you know what? I've never really thought this or kind of questioned this before, but why don't they have happy meals for grown-ups? <laughs> they should do... McDonald's should do a range of happy meals for grown-ups. <laughs> the big question would be then, because obviously the main thing about the happy meal is what you get in it, uh, and we can kind of uh, brainstorm this tonight on Home Time. If, they, if McDonald's did do a, a happy meal for adults, what would be the gift, the prize, the thing that's in there? What would you like to see? For me, football stickers. Yes. It's going to get more and more expensive uh, as we head to the World Cup this year to do football stickers. Right? We haven't got the money to chuck around. So if it just came as a free sticker in your happy meal, yeah. I'd do that. Get a foil. Yeah. Imagine that. Got a shiny with me nuggets. Oh my God, I've got four Harry Maguires. <laughs> <laughs> need, need, got, got. Take your back. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Dan Pryor tweets to say a phone charger. That's a great idea. That cat has made a very good suggestion, a USB flash drive. Oh, USB flash drive. <laughs> Imagine. I always, I'm always suspicious of people who've got them. So what are you hiding? What have you got to take with you? Would you be less or more suspicious if you saw someone getting out a USB flash drive with the golden arch on it? Uh, I do, do you know what that? I would love that. What an amazing keyring that would be. Uh, Jamie Banjo has covered everything. He, he says, uh, the thing that's got to go in the Happy Meal is earplugs, eye mask and some hardcore night hole. Oh, yes. Perfect grown-up combo. If there's anything you think needs to be in this and we like we said earlier on this will be going to McDonald's as a proposal a bit later on Steve has put forward a great idea a joke book a joke book I haven't, I haven't seen a joke book in ages I don't think I've I've bought or been given a joke book since I was uh, at least eight <laughs> I used to love having a joke book as a kid leafing through that doing gags in the back seat when you're on a long car journey but an adult one with some blue jokes that you can tell your mates bit of blue bit of Jim Davidson in there uh, Cole says single use ice mint vape stick thanks for that Cole <laughs> Uh, Dave says a Swiss Army knife. Now, that is a proper bit of uh, grown-up stuff, isn't it? Very clever, yes. The only thing I've, I think I've used a Swiss Army, ni- Army knife for in the past ten years is to do that bit where you cut the top of a wine bottle off so that you can get at the cork. That's literally it. 
What? You cut the glass bit? No, the, you know that you can cut the wrap around the top like if you're oh, yeah, a yeah, proper yeah, waiter? Yeah, yeah, That's it. I've not used any other thing mm. on a Swiss Army knife. Uh, Paul, what's in the adult Happy Meal? Uh, AA batteries. Because yep. they're always missing from the remote control. You always need AA batteries in any house. No matter how Swiss your house is, you need batteries in there, don't you? Correct, mate, correct. Not just the uh, the, the remote control for the, for the telly. The number of times I'm farming remote control batteries from the telly for the Xbox or that kind of thing. <laughs> I, I think the... You, know, you can hear in the kitchen, oh, the remote's gone, oh, has it? Oh, no, don't. Oh, no, I'm sorry about that. Squad rotation <laughs> policy. If you've got kids, you know exactly what it's like. They borrow them for all their things. So, Paul, this is one of the wisest suggestions we've had so far for the adult Happy Meals. It's going straight in. Thank you very much. I love the way sometimes these shows connect. Uh, Adele says the Happy Meal should, of course, contain corned beef, which we got stuck on talking about last night on the show. So, great suggestion. Thank you. <laughs> Michael's had a great idea. Go back and get those retro pullback cars the McDonald's actually had oh. back in the 80s. So we're getting the chance to have uh, as an adult Happy Meal now yeah. the toys that we had in the 80s. I, I don't want to be like start a fight about this, but do you feel like the, the, the Happy Meal toys now that kids have are not quite as good because they're trying to be a bit more like educational like Thea got a book the other weekend and you could see her face go like oh I, I think the the march towards educational and not putting plastic in the oceans has harmed how happy those happy meals are the game's gone mate the game's the game gone, gone. Uh, we've got Robin on the line Robin you got an idea it's my boyfriend's idea um, he wants a pet knife a Swiss army brand ideally uh-huh. with a wood saw uh, for impromptu <laughs> gardening <laughs> A okay. wood saw? For oh, some... Yeah, the question is um, that if you're driving home after you've got your Happy Meal and you pull up at your house and you see a little bit of branch or twig at your front door, you can just saw it right off. Is he, is he OK, your boyfriend? Is he all right? <laughs> Seriously, I'm not joking. Is he all right? Is he all right? Yeah. Oh, everyone needs a Happy Meal pen knife. There he there is. is. There he is. He speaks. Who is this man? Does he have a name? Oh, Adam Redburn. Oh, got full name there. <laughs> <Yeah>. Postcode. <laughs> she wants everyone to know this man who's got the idea of the small saw. Legends, good to speak to you guys. Have a good day. Nice one, good luck. Uh, all different permutations. Cat in Leon C, Manic of the Wood, says, Bush and Richie, kind of along the Happy Meal line, when I'm hanging on a Sunday afternoon, I often get a Deliveroo, and in particular from the Toby Carvery on the A127. What a glamorous location that is. But what I do is order a child's Carvery. It's massive and a lot cheaper. That's a great shout. What a hack that is. That is really, really good, because, of course, a lot of places, if you try and order... Uh, a child's meal as an adult, they won't let you do it. Well, this, but they're never going to know on delivery. Well, this is why I was surprised that the lady opposite us in McDonald's, which is where this all started, was having a Happy Meal. Because yeah. I thought, well, they might say to her, well, you're not a child, you can't have one. Yeah, that's so clever. Uh, Matt in Tameside, great idea. How about a book of postage stamps? Have you seen the price of them? <laughs> it's three times the meal. <laughs> uh, Simon in Chester says, cowpole. And uh, we've got Wesley on the line. Wesley, what needs to be in the adult Happy Meal? Thinking about the radiator bleeding key. Oh, radiator bleeding key. What a gorgeous adult item that is. <laughs> yeah, well, we always miss them. And it's the season for it. If McDonald's yes. wanted to take this on right now, yep. what a popular way to start <laughs> things. Come in for your nuggets and your fries and a radiator key right now. And do you know the other thing about it as well? If the kids were like, oh, what's that, Dad? And you explain it, they won't want anything to do with it, will they? <laughs> do you know what I mean? You won't be, they won't be borrowing it, put it that way. 
Exactly, yes. It could be a seasonal Happy Meal. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. I uh, saw something amazing in the supermarket today. Uh, dropped um, Rocco off to school, straight to the supermarket, so I was there pretty early doors. Um, and uh, it's had a refurb. Had a refurb. They've, um, they've, they've got rid of a load of the old tills at the front uh, and instead uh, have gone some... You know the old self-scan tills? They've been there for a while, but generally your self-scan till is there for your basket. Uh-huh. Uh, well, these brand new ones that were in there today are trolley self-scan tills. Ooh, check that out for progress. Oh, I can believe it. They were fantastic. Uh, literally brand new, sparkling, latest technology and all that kind of thing. So I thought, oh, they've got me trolley. I'll, I'll have this. Have, have a go at this. Plenty to choose from. And as I went closer to them and turned to the right, I saw queue after queue after queue of people still queuing for the cashier tills. Oh! Now, choice is fine in life. I don't have a problem with that. But it was really interesting. You could almost see these people were kind of like... Nah, that's not for me, thank you very much. I'm not using the, that new technology. No, thank you. I think in my old stomping ground of Bristol, Bradley Stoke, there's been a bit of almost like a sit-in there with people refusing to use them. I didn't realise this, uh, this was sort of like the new uh, battlefront here in the UK. It's a really depressing, like, almost like a low-level start to the Terminator movies. <laughs> In terms of machines taking over. Just a load of old people queuing in Bradley Stoke. But equally, uh, you, you do have this sometimes. You you get this... You draw a line in the sand where you're thinking, no, nah, I'm not going to use this. I'm uh-huh. not going to use this. I still have, to this day, when I've driven around the UK, not used the M6 toll. Because I'm thinking to myself, I pay me road tax... I don't want to have to pay more to use an extra piece of motorway. So wow. I will quite happily get clogged up on the normal M6 rather than pay to use the M6 toll, refusing to use it. I think that is literally cutting your nose off despite your I face. think it is, yes. See, I love that. I love that. I've used it a few times. I love that. It's feel like you're in like a kind of exclu- VIP bit of a nightclub. You enjoy paying extra for it? I do. <laughs> I don't mind if it means getting there quicker. Fair enough. Well, for me, weirdly, you know, we're talking about sometimes the show connects with other nights on home time. Uh, you remember last night we were talking about those annoying, I don't mean this in like a non eco way but you know sometimes eco boxes for for packaging of stuff uh, can be more complicated than they need to be to open them and I take you back to the uh, washing uh, dishwasher tablets that my other half Katie buys that that, the packaging is so annoying and fiddly that I end up just ripping it open So I, I won't go with technology as far as that's concerned. I just rip the stuff open. <laughs> haven't got time to deal with it. If there is something that you are still refusing to use after quite some period of time, tell us what it is. It's a real shame, though, because like part of the, the fun of getting to a checkout is doing good, st- setting your stuff out on the conveyor belt. Yes. Frozen stuff at the front. You yes. know, there are people that are missing out a little bit, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but then equally, with your self-service ones, you're not having to pack at 150 miles an hour as they get <laughs> flung at you by a cashier. <laughs> that's a good point. Kendall says, I haven't got a microwave. I really don't see the need for it. Surely that's what a cooker is for. Slow food movement she's uh, endorsing. Uh, Tricky says, I point blank refuse to use muck before any McDonald's meal. It's not a McChicken sandwich. <laughs> it's a chicken sandwich. Same with McNuggets, McFlurry. That's a good point. My, my dad has a similar campaign with language. Uh, he will not say, can I get for anything. You know people say, can I get a latte? Yeah. He won't use that phrase. <laughs> It's like tricky. Uh, right, John, uh, what is it you're refusing to use? So I have a, well, I've got three, four Wi-Fi printers because I can't figure out how to reconnect my Wi-Fi printer to my Wi-Fi. So let's just talk through the situation in your house then, John. You lose connection to a printer that you bought, and rather than try and sort out the connection again, you just get a new printer. Well, I try a lot, 
Um, and I did, for a while, I had some leads. I used to plug my laptop into the printer, but they don't have the sockets anymore. <laughs> right. So I, uh, I just keep buying new ones. So just remind us then of the, the total uh, number of printers in your house. Four. Four <laughs> printers. <work>. Amazing. <laughs> John, incredible. ones now. I used to get the fancy ones, but I buy like 20 group ones now. So, you know, they're disposable. Good man, I like it. You can be known as the... What, what area are you from? Uh, Dalston. The, the the printer guy of Dalston. You know when someone's a hoarder? You're the printer guy of Dalston. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Me and the mole man with our tunnels. <laughs> uh, Jim Geach, who's got a cracking name, uh, has tweeted us to say, he won't use a phone for contactless payment. No way. I've tried to do that a couple of times. I, I'm, I think I'm too thick to actually use it. It says my NCS or something is deactivated. Sounds painful. Does it? It is painful. <laughs> Can't work it. <laughs> Joe says, I refuse to play easy mode first try on any game since it makes me feel like I'm a coward. I 100% endorse that view of life. Well done. <laughs> Scott in Tamworth refuses to use dishwashers. Wait, what's that like my parents? On a point of principle, he goes on to say it's pure lazy. He said, I'm staying at my sister's for two weeks. Even though she went out of her way to show me, I'm still not using it. Do you know what, I keep talking about my dad on this show this evening, but he also thinks that standing up and doing the dishes is good for your digestion. That's, <laughs> That's his other reason. That's a really, really good point. For avoiding dishwashers. <laughs> Keith in Watford says, Afternoon, gents. What I refuse to use is more of a case of what I refuse to try. Doner kebabs. <laughs> I just don't trust them. That funny-looking big elephant leg on a spit. I'm 50-something, and I've got to the age where I'm not going to change. I'm going to have to agree. It's very, very rare that I walk past a kebab shop and look at the big elephant's leg and think, oh, I'm hungry. But I tell you what, though, they do taste nice. They do. Brian in Belfast has texted to say, Bush and Ritchie, any time I change my car, I immediately tear off the advertising sticker on the rear window. I'm not driving about giving the place I bought the car from free advertising for nothing, as they probably made plenty of profit on me for the price of the car anyway. Love the show, says Brian in Belfast. <laughs> uh, we want to hear from you about the things that you are refusing to use still. Wendy in Tunbridge Wells says, I won't pay for the Dartford Crossing. Why should I pay more? I insist on using the Blackwall Tunnel, much to the annoyance of... Of my son. Now, I don't know the, the geography of this. Is that quite far out of the way just for... What Wendy's having to do is uh, come off the 70 mile an hour M25 and go some way towards central London wow. to use a free tunnel and then get back out onto the M25. Single-minded and I respect it. <laughs> Leslie's on the line. Leslie, what do you refuse to use? The sat-nav on my BMW. Right, so you refuse to use the sat-nav on your BMW. Yes, Why is that? Um... Well, I've had it nearly five years now, and when I first bought it, I thought, oh, I'll give it a go. It was far too complicated, frightened the life out of me, and I can't use it anymore. I've never tried since. So, hang on. So, this isn't this isn't some protest about sat-nav. You're happy to use, like, your Wazes or your Google Maps and all that kind of thing, but your inbuilt BMW one, that's not for Leslie. No, it's not for me. So do you? I don't like I don't like sat navs anyway. And if I have to go anywhere, right. my sister will get in the car with me and bring a really old portable sat nav that we stick <laughs> to the window, wow. and she uses that um, because I can't I can't use I can't use them. Because I was going to ask then. I just presume that you then what you do is like old school memorise the junctions in your head and do it like that. But you actually have to get your sister to come over with her old sat nav. <laughs> yeah. Or I go on AA route finder and print off the route. Oh, Leslie, wow. I know, I can't use them and I'm 
scared of them and don't like them. Last few things for now that you are refusing to use. Uh, Bronnie in Bradford, I refuse to say slash... Uh, in the context of, like, a, a web address, for Oh, example. of course having a pop at Guns N' Roses. <laughs> no, like, come no. On. I refuse to say slash. I say oblique. Is that what that is? Yes. Imagine, like, giving out, a, a, like, a web address, but I mean to go oblique rather I, than slash. I've heard people use the word oblique before, but I never knew what it meant. <laughs> there now, you go. Now you know. That's amazing. Alex in Spalding says, Bush and Ritchie, I refuse to call football stadiums by their sponsored names. For example, St James's Park, rather than when it was called the Sports Direct Arena. Do you remember the Millennium Stadium? Yes. I don't even know what that's called now. That is... is it Principality? Principality Stadium, yes. But is that, is that advertising? I don't... The Principality is just... I think it's just... It sounds like a, an estate agent's. I think... <laughs> I'm with Alex. Let's just call it the a Millennium Stadium again. I think Principality is just like the country, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. No, it's a building society. Is building it really? Society. Whoa! Because Wales is a Principality. They've got assets of ten billion. Our producer's piping up a lot, isn't he, at the he moment? Is, he really he, is, yeah. since we know all this stuff. I didn't... I, I thought it was literally because Wales was a principality. Did not know it was a... Well, you, there you go. You learn a new thing every day here on Home Time. Andy has texted in something that is, is inflammatory, to say the least. <laughs> OK, he says, Andy from Bristol, I won't clear my tray in McDonald's. Frowned upon, I'm sure. But do you know what? It's a restaurant. I'm not doing it. Would you clear your table in a nice restaurant? No, it's a con. <laughs> <laughs> wow, check him out. I think your nice restaurants don't have trays. That's a good point. It's a bit of a clue. Andy, you're a piece of work, mate. Uh, Darren, what are you refusing to use? Basically, I refuse to use my assisted parking on the car. <laughs> so, uh, it's like, I accidentally press it sometimes and I'm, start, I'm trying to turn off my parking sensors because they drive me bonkers as well. Right. So it's like, you know, it's like you press it and then it suddenly starts trying to send you in a, uh, you know, get in position and then hold everybody up, you know, for about half an hour while I make a decision. And then, uh, actually, no, it's not going right. Uh, move to the next parking space. I'm like, seriously. So what, what, why don't you want to use it, though? Because it's helpful, though. That I've got that on my car and it, and it does help me out. No, to be honest, so I, I can imagine it actually... You know, one of the sensors being covered in dirt and it not actually read it right, and suddenly I've just ploughed into this uh, 4x4 uh, or a car or a in front of me. You know? Catastrophising I mean, quite badly here, Darren. No, do you know what? Yeah, Darren no, makes a really interesting point because I do use my sensors big time. Like, I just sit there waiting for them to go off. Yeah. But Darren's quite right. Yeah. You get one speck of dirt over it and that suddenly is functioning and it's not going off. That's my fault so still. what happens... What happens is, well... He saw this through. In yeah. Insurance-wise. Well, oh, yeah, I put it on the assist. Well, no, did you read the small print that assisted parking is not covered in your insurance policy? What? Oh, right, okay. Whistleblower, game-changer Darren from Gloucestershire. No-one's going to be reversing in the UK for the rest of the day. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Can we just say fair play to those people who, as we speak, are in this incredible queue, historical queue, to obviously walk past the Queen's Coffin at the moment. Mm. Uh, and one person who was in that queue, and I'm say hi to you right now, my Auntie Ronnie from Liverpool has come down... My word! ..to pay her respects, God bless her. So, let me just state the obvious. She has got on a train down from Liverpool, gone from Euston to the end of the queue, and then will queue for hours. Hours? She's probably going to end up, I would imagine, being one of the ones that goes through overnight and then be, like, on the first train back up from Euston to Liverpool. That is that is something. It's like a royal all-nighter, 
I mean, the best thing is as well, you can watch that live stream and see them go by, yeah. which is cool. But she just put a photo in the family WhatsApp group. It's her with a load of her mates from Liverpool. It looks like a Scouse Golden Girls kind of on tour. So, I mean, I, I mean, we, we said this before on the show. I always, you know, respect people that are going to go and, you know, take in a bit of history and stuff like that. But I don't know how I would be in that queue because it, it doesn't ever... Apparently it moves all the time. Yeah. No matter how slow. Yeah. Which means for me, at the moment, with me sciatica and we've had back, I couldn't really sit down and get comfy because it, the, the queue would be on the move again. I know it's it the, the queue is it is fascinating, isn't it? Like you say, no one's going to be sat down because it does move all the time. Yeah, um, and, and then it's obviously quite open about the fact that you're going to be in it for hours. So then you've got the whole food thing. So if you do that and you've come all the way down, for example, from Liverpool, yeah. do you come with like a packed lunch or a packed dinner or a packed overnight snacks? So it's amazing. Um, I underestimated things with your Auntie Ronnie a few moments ago uh, about the queuing time in the queue. So um, I'm on, on YouTube right now. Estimated queuing time is currently nine hours. Wow. 4.2 miles long. One of the things that I think is... Um, fascinates me about it is they're using what three words on the uh, official um, uh, YouTube feed that shows you exactly where the end of the uh, the, the queue is. Right, okay. Um, and uh, you, you don't see many people use what three words. It's such a clever thing. They've divided the entire globe up into like metre squared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then every single metre squared has got a unique three words reference point to it. Uh, and so there won't be another. So alarm, mime, could is the three words for where the end of the queue is right now. So are people just constantly adding on to the end or are they going are they saying because at some point you've got to look ahead of the game and say there's no more people you can't have anyone on the back of it. I believe um I think it's something like Southwark Park that it, it's um is the end of it they'll only let it get to 5 miles long or something or other. Craziness, craziness. Man, we got to hear from some of these people who are in this queue. The daily takeaway. Russian Richie's daily takeaway. Warning. 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 What do you reckon? I like that. It's good. Um, that's like a, an alert. Yeah. I feel like it's lacking something, but anyway. Uh, it's, <laughs> that, was, that was us warning you that we are approaching the end of this particular episode of The Daily Takeaway. And these are now some of the suggestions for the adult Happy Meal uh, that came in that we would not want to read out and broadcast. So these are things that, uh, if, the, if McDonald's did an adult Happy Meal, this is the stuff that could go in there. But again, like, like Richie said, a bit too blue for the show. Dave from Kendall says, cigarette lighter with ladies and their boobies out, like you get in Mallorca <laughs> and the souvenir shop. Joe, he's got a point. Do you remember the ones you used to get from ferries on the way on the French exchange where yep. uh, you would tilt them sideways and their bikinis would disappear? Yes. They could go in there as well. Uh, Lynn in Bridgend says, what about a Viagra? They could lace that in the burger. There'd be uh, a happy ending to the happy meal. <laughs> uh, Martin from Woking says, a miniature bottle of JD would go down well in my happy meal. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, and a beer token from Dean in Dagenham. To be quite frank, why could we not read that one out on air? Why has that been highlighted? I feel bad for Dean. I feel yeah, like he's, he's been wrongly uh, ring-fenced and being fruity. the word beer. I didn't read it. Nothing offensive about beer. Sorry, Dean. Dean. Warning retraction. Warning retraction. Dean's got it now. Should have been in the show. 